Welcome to Victorious Living. Thou therefore, my son, be strong, be complete in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So here's the point. If I never fellowship with the Lord, if I never make an effort to draw nearer or closer to Him, I am, I am not going to experience the sufficiency of His grace. He said, Thou therefore, my son, be complete, that's a word for strong, be complete in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us receiving God's grace for your life. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares receiving God's grace for your life. And so we have the assurance that God will give grace and all that is contained in grace to his children who walk uprightly before him. So we see there's a standard. God has set a standard walking uprightly before him. Now I'm not talking about, you know, uh, dipping in, cussing and chewing and all that kind of thing. The pastor, the preacher was preaching on one time that I heard. But to walk uprightly before him is to walk up in who you are in him. In other words, you, you, you don't do that thinking that you have cleansed yourself or that you have, you have made yourself a person, has made themselves so holy they can do that. No, no, they, we don't get there that way. We come by faith to receive what he offers in this grace. And he said to, that we may obtain mercy and find grace. I've heard it defined like this, that grace is God's ability in the believer to do what they would not naturally or normally have the ability to do. In other words, getting saved is a great example of that, isn't it? We couldn't save ourselves we couldn't be good enough to save ourselves, but what? We were saved by God's grace, by receiving the grace of God and what God did for us in Christ. We receive that and that is God by his grace working something in us that we did not have the ability to do for ourselves. So we are saved by grace through faith and that not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. So sometimes people have been taught and maybe, I don't know about you, but uh, I know in the uh, growing up, you know, people believed that you had to, to live good enough in order to be saved. Now that's not saying you shouldn't live good, but you can't live good enough to save yourself. It took God's mercy, it took, it took the grace of God, it took the love of God that we all can sit in here this morning or be in the, the building this morning to say that we're saved, that we're born again, that we're a child of God. We are saved by God's grace and, uh, and not 
by or of ourselves. So we have the assurance that God will give grace and all that is contained in grace to his children who walk uprightly or in integrity before him. So again, let me emphasize that walking uprightly before him, uh, he's talking about walking in the position that God has placed you in when you got born again. So there's a lot that goes into that one statement. We won't uh, say a lot about that, but you know, the position that we're in today because of our faith in Christ and our receiving Christ as our savior, we are in a favored place where God's grace is extended to us, not just to get saved, but it's extended to us to live our life under the influences of his power of grace to do in us or for us what we were not able to do for ourselves. So grace is, just, is not just a one-time effect and grace does not give, you know, Paul in his writings in the Roman letter, the grace doesn't give us an excuse to do wrong or to sin or anything. It is a power. It is a power of the spirit of God that helps us to do what we do not have the ability to do. We find in the grace of God, we find his power, we find his favor, we find his mercy, we find his love and kindness, we find his provisions and all the other things that's contained in it. Every blessing that you've ever experienced in your life or we have experienced in our life has come because of the grace of God. It's come because of the love of God that through the love he extend, extended to us, his grace to help us to become something that we couldn't become by ourselves. So the grace of God was supremely revealed and given in the man Jesus and his redemptive work at the cross. So we can sing that song, at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart was rolled away. Sin's burden was rolled away. Sin's penalty was rolled away. Sin's punishment was defeated in this work of grace that, he, that Jesus did when he went to, went to the cross or went to Calvary. All that we see in the person of, of Christ Jesus and all of his works was the embodiment, embodiment of God's grace for humanity. Amen. Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine, follow with me. Here, Paul and his writings and what God said to him, my grace is sufficient for thee. What's he saying to us that his grace is sufficient for us in any situation or circumstance that we find ourselves in him. I think about it when I read that verse of scripture, I think about Paul and Silas in the Philippian jail. Paul simply believed that God's grace was sufficient for him in the dungeon or in the prison. He believed that God's grace would do something for him that he couldn't do for himself. And we know then that what the outcome or the, the breaking out of that where Paul and Silas was concerned, they began to praise God. Now, can you imagine how happy they must have been in stocks, all the things that went along with being in the, in the jail, the dungeon. Can you imagine how happy they must have been when they're singing songs like they were already out? 
That's our problem sometimes. We sing in songs that we're in, hoping that we'll someday get out. But no, we sing the songs of freedom before we ever get out. God's grace is working something in us and for us that's going to get us out of whatever is trying to hold us in bondage. So Paul, I think of Paul then, he knew he didn't know what was going to happen, you know, in the morning, but yet he knew this, that God's grace was sufficient to bring them through and bring them over. So he said, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my power or my ability is made perfect to accomplish in your weaknesses or in weakness, uh, meaning the frailty and weakness of man's human experience. God can do what we can't do, folks. God can do, amen, in us, through us, and by us what we cannot do by our, ourselves. So, you know, the people a lot of times labor under the bondage of I've got to live just exactly, never commit a sin or whatever, and they get wind up getting frustrated because they can't do that by themselves. It takes the grace of God, the spirit of God, and all that's contained in that to live what he's talking about here. So people will fail when they lean on the human side for their strength or see God's acceptance of them from that side. As long as we approach God from the human side, we're gonna, we're gonna be in a weakened condition because we don't see what God has done when we are living strictly by the human side and looking at the frailties of the human uh, individual, our, our humanity, then as long as we look from that standpoint, we'll never see the glorious freedom and liberties that God brought to us because of his graces. And then Paul comes along in his writings in, uh, in uh, Second Timothy, I believe it is, chapter two and verse one, and look what he tells uh, God uh, spoke through him. He said, talking to Timothy, Paul, he said, thou therefore, my son, be strong, be complete in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So here's the point. If I never fellowship with the Lord, if I never make an effort to draw nearer or closer to him, I am, I am not going to experience the sufficiency of his grace. He said, thou therefore, my son, be complete. That's a word for strong. Be complete in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. So it is clear that we can find grace in none other than Jesus Christ. The Christian life then from that point is to be regulated by the rule of faith, which is to govern one's life. So we have some simple instructions. And uh, you know, I think uh, the, the enemy, when you start to set your heart and your mind to walk by the instructions of the word, that's when Satan really comes knocking on your door, as it were. Why? To discourage you, to tell you you can't do it and make us believe that we can't do it and we can't, but yet we go a step further and we believe that God can do it through us and for us through Christ Jesus. Amen. And so it's clear that we can find grace in none other than Christ Jesus. The Christian life is to be regulated then by the rule of faith, which is to govern one's life. It, it, do, it, 
it, it is our individual life that God intended for us to rule by faith. I can't have, I can't have faith for you, but I can agree with your faith that you have developed in Christ through the word. I can do that, but I can't have faith for you. And I think sometimes that there's a little misconception in there that all we have to do is pray for someone that's not in here this morning that our prayer, no, we got to find out what we can agree with. We got to find out where they're at and what they believe. Because a lot of time we're praying for something to happen to someone that's not here and that person that's not here is not even believing. So you can't get in agreement with unbelief or you could, I guess, but you don't want to get into agreement with something that is unbelief. Now you love everybody. We should love everybody, but you can't have faith for them or you can't agree with them if they are not exercising their faith. Now here's, here's the thing about, let me, let me, let me get on my little stump just, just momentarily. And so we think that that, that a miracle, a miracle that's needed for the moment, we sometimes believe that we, we can activate the gifts of the Spirit, and that's not true. It's our hope that today's message, Receiving God's Grace for Your Life, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request Offer 46. Today's special offer is 46. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.